Life Audio. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Billy and the Goat. You know God is the goat. Praise him. Please hit the subscribe button so we can stay in touch. This may come as a surprise to you, but <clears throat> I used to store vodka. Yeah, I was crazy. I was a nut. I was at this house party in college one time and this this dude kept bothering me like he would not leave me alone we'll be right back hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth call 800-497-4410 i'm here with spokesman john wolf so john tell everyone listening who should call right now well maria first off thank you for having me here it's always nice to answer the listeners questions now as far as who should call in anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation give us a call right now 800-497-4410 you'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm Billy Yancey. So back to the story. So I'm at this house party while I'm at the Naval Academy. And this guy, he was drunk. Little guy. Now couple things. One, I was only about 175 pounds, which is not a big person. So he was a lot smaller than me and he was really drunk. But how did I get to snorting vodka? So a friend of mine, I'm not going to mention his name. We were at a party, I guess, before this, this one house party. And uh, it took some vodka and poured it into a top of a cap a bottle cap and he bent over and he he snorted it with his nose I was like what is that about and I'm like yeah you gotta try it you gotta try it I was like man I'm not trying that's crazy so of course I tried it anyway so fast forward back up to this guy who's he's harassing me I didn't want to be bothered I wasn't you know a happy drunk I wasn't a violent drug. I was just, just kind of a real chill drug. I would just drink and just be real chill. And this guy's at the party. He comes up to me and he's like, he, he kept saying, you, you just, you a big Samson MFR. You, you a big Samson, blah, blah, blah. So I got, I got a little annoyed. I said, oh yeah. He said, oh, man, look, you check you out, man. So I went and grabbed a bottle of vodka, got a bottle cap. I didn't say a word. I poured some vodka into the bottle cap, and I got right in his face. And I snorted it one nostril, and he just looked at me. Like, he didn't even, he just had this look on his face. Like, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. And he didn't say a word. He just looked at me and he just walked away. And I never, I never saw him again, ever, ever. So, yeah, that was, you know, I mean, I drank, I drank heavily. And there were a number of times 
when I probably should not have had alcohol and then, you know, just bad or crazy stuff happened. And speaking of bad or crazy, <clears throat> my youngster year at the Naval Academy, youngster year is your second year at the Naval Academy. And um, so it's it was the end of the first year, end of plebe year that summer is you go on a, it's called youngster cruise and you can go, it could be anywhere. My youngster cruise was in San Diego, California for four weeks. And I was attached to, I think it was the Tuscaloosa LST one, one, eight, seven, I think. So anyway, I'm attached to that boat for four weeks. A buddy of mine goes to, he was at UCSB. <clears throat> so he and his sister are going to that college, which was about, I want to say, maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half, I don't know, away from where I was, where my boat was in San Diego. So he's like, look, man, you're out here. We hadn't seen each other since, you know, graduated in, in high school. So this was, this had to be, I think, 1989. So anyway, he comes, picks me up. We drive back to UCSB and he's like, look, we're having a party. You got to be there. We'll catch up. It's okay. He comes, pick me up. We get back. It's, I'm expecting to go to a house, you know, house party inside, music, hang out, drink, food, blah, blah, blah. We pull up and there is a full band. There's a band it's a band. There's like all these people. And I said, I'm not going to mention his name. I said, bro, this isn't a party. This is a concert. Are you kidding me? So, I mean, people everywhere just partying, partying, partying. So this is when it gets interesting. <clears throat> the next thing you know, I am, I wake up. I'm in bed. I'm in a room I don't know where I am. I look up, I see the ceiling, I look next to me, there's a girl, and we both don't have our clothes on. She's sleeping. And I'm like, what? Where am I? What happened? What is going on? So I'm looking around, I'm looking around, I'm looking around, and I, I have no idea where I am. I've never seen anything in this room where I am. <laughs> yeah. So I look at her. She's sleeping. I'm just like, look, I'm getting out of here. I don't know who this girl is, but I'm getting out of here. But before I decide to get up, I'm looking around. I look up and I see a picture up on the shelf. And there's a guy in a midshipman uniform in a, in a Naval Academy midshipman uniform. And he's, he's a, I can tell by, you know, his uniform, he's like a second class. Okay. So he's a junior at the Naval Academy. So I, I, I woke her up. I said, Hey, let's <laughs> like, Hey, how you doing? And she's like, Hey, Hey, yeah. You know, we had a good time last night. I'm like, yeah. Awesome. Who's that? <laughs> that in that picture? And she says, oh, that's my brother. And I was like, he can't know I'm here. He can't, he can't know, like, really, he can't know 
can we can we keep this quiet? I didn't want to get in trouble. I was like freaking out. And anyway, that you know, that was just unsettling. One, I didn't know where I was. Two, I didn't know who she was. Three, how did this second class in my company get on her shelf? So, yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. Alcohol. Mm. Alcohol never did me any favors. So, that was California. There's some other stuff that happened there. Oh, my gosh. It was just really crazy. I was went out with a couple guys. We just were hanging out. Guys from the boat were out. We got pulled over. One of them got arrested for DUI. I had to get back to the boat. We couldn't take the car because we were all drunk. I called my mom. I said, my, she said, boy, where are you? I said, I'm on a trolley, mom. I'm drunk. Meanwhile, back on the East Coast, this was, jeez, this was in the fall. It was before I was supposed to report to SWAS, Surface Warfare Officer School. I graduated from the academy in a few weeks, in a month, actually, in about a month, I had to report up to Newport, Rhode Island to Surface Warfare Officer School. And after that, you get it. I would get a test to my ship. So I used to hang out in Georgetown, which is in Washington, D.C., and I went to this place called the Dome. The Dome was a bar club, and I really liked it because Sunday nights they had it was all you can drink for like twenty bucks. And man, when I drank, I was getting my twenty bucks worth and then some. So I go to I go to excuse me I go to the Dome by myself, and I'm drinking, and they had all you can drink. Jeez, what's the name of that drink? Sex on the Beach. Some freaking Sex on the Beach. Checking out this girl. Want to hook up. She's like, I live in Fairfax. That's all right. So I'm following her. Next thing you know, I'm following her in my car on Route 66. And I didn't realize what she played me. And she started driving really fast and trying to get away from me. And I was like, man, nope. So next thing you know, I'm chasing her down Route 66. I'm going on the median. I'm coming back on the road. I'm passing cars. I mean, this is like 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm doing 120. And somehow, of course, she gets away. And it's probably because there was a state trooper behind me with his lights on. And he pulled me over and it was one of those. It's like the, it's like he came out of the sky and dropped in right behind me. He was probably behind me for a while. I didn't know it was so freaking drunk. So anyway, oh man, sobriety test, walk the line. I'm in handcuffs. I'm in the backseat. I go to jail. Not good. Yeah. So I'm in jail. They, Made me take my shoestrings out because to make sure I wasn't suicide. I was on suicide watch or something like that. Jail cell. But it was just, it was horrible. Fingerprinted, mugshot, just the whole nine. There was nothing fun about it. I know one thing. I was not going to call my mom. <laughs> no way.
I mean, she could have come and got me, bailed me out, you know, the next day. But I didn't call her. I called my buddy, one of my buddies. He called me and I was like, hey, I'm in jail. Can you come get me out? And I, st- I remember his his dad, this was like four, maybe three or four in the morning, I think, five in the morning, I don't know what it was. And I remember talking to him and hearing someone at his house pick up the phone. So I'm sure his dad or his mom, whoever it was, probably heard the conversation. But anyway, he came and get me and I had to get my car. It was impounded. Oh, my gosh. Just. And here's the, the other thing was this. I'm a naval officer. I'm an ensign. Brand new. Brand spanking new. Way to go, ensign. In trouble. I was like, no one can find out about this. Nobody. I hired an attorney. They said everything's going to be all right. I had to pay, you know, all this money. Went to court. Somehow it never got on my record. And I ended up going up to Newport and being on. Yeah, so, I mean, that's cra- you can't make that up. It's just crazy. Our scripture for the day is First Peter chapter 4. Verse 3, for you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. Now, aside from the orgies, I did all that. I did everything else. Just alcohol is 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 deadly it's it's me personally what it did to me was made me do stupid stuff ignorant stuff stuff that could have you know killed me stuff that could have killed someone else just ignorance behaviors were just (laughs) unconscionable you know when i got down i finally got down to virginia beach i was in newport rhode island at following schools for she's several months almost a year and I remember coming down to Virginia Beach that's where I was stationed I was actually stationed in Norfolk but lived in Virginia Beach and I was dating this girl and the only way that we knew who drove home the night before was where the, the driver's seat was it was really close and that meant that she drove if it was you know back pretty far then obviously I drove it's crazy. Crazy. I was at this other place several years later called September's. September's used to be a uh, it was the nightclub bar slash bar, if you will, in Virginia Beach. A lot of people used to go. It was packed on, on Saturday nights. If you didn't get there early enough, you were waiting out, out in line and there was a chance you weren't getting in. So me and my buddy there were drinking, of course. And my thing was, I'd have honey brown lager beer. I'd drink a six pack of those. And then the rest of the night, I'd have gin and tonics. Well, excuse me, not gin and tonics. I had Jack Daniels. Jack and Coke, that was my jam. Jack made me angry. So we're at September's. Me and another buddy of mine. And we're playing pool. And there's this guy who, he's getting an attitude and just edgy, talking smack, and he gets in my face, and I'm drinking a Heineken, 
And every time I'd take a sip of my Heineken, I'd bump his nose, just daring him, just bring it. What he didn't know was that my buddy was right behind him with a pool stick upside down. And we were, it was about to happen. And yeah, the bouncer, I have no idea. Biggie, he comes barreling through, breaks everything up, grabs the guy. I think he got kicked out and he looked at me and my buddy. Biggie looks at me and my buddy. He's like, look, cut it out or you're out too. So we just dispersed and, you know, that was it. But look, I can't think back to any time when alcohol was just, it did anything good for me. I, there, I did more bad. I had more bad things happen to me when I drink alcohol than good. And I have a slew of stories. These are just a couple. I mean, I was in cheese when I was at Naps, Naval Academy Preparatory School, right out of high school. I'm up there for a year, drank heavily. And then I went back and, you know, doing college, I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. And I get back to, to service worker officer school up in Newport, Rhode Island. I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. You know, then I come down to Virginia Beach where I'm stationed and I'm drinking, drinking, drinking. I mean, it's just this. I just shared a drop in the bucket today, you know, from snorting vodka to waking up in some young lady's room. I had no idea who she was. Seeing one of my upper class up on the shelf on a picture, DUI in Fairfax, Virginia, then spent a night in jail, then in ultimately going to court, suspended my license. Oh my, I mean, then I'm in Virginia Beach, and I can't, we can't figure out who drove home unless we go out and look at the car, the car seat, right? And then I'm about to get in the, have a bar fight, just debauchery, lust, drunkenness, detestable idolatry. Alcohol is not the way. Chili willies are not the way. Alcohol makes you do stuff, makes you say stuff. It makes you a person that God never intended for us to be. We're drunk, we're high. You can't hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. You can't do what God's will is telling you to do. You just can't. You know, when you're drinking alcohol and smoking and weed and all that stuff, that's what the devil wants you to do. The devil has got you exactly where he wants you. That's not God. That's not God's intentions. Be careful with your alcohol consumption, your drug consumption. I encourage you to stop. There's so much bad that can happen. I mean, you think about how many people have died from drunk drivers or how many drunk drivers have died because they were drunk and killed themselves. It's not something to play with. You don't need the alcohol. All we need is the Holy Spirit. It's inside of us all day long.
every second of the day. Get high on the Holy Spirit. Get high on God. That's all we need. That's all you need. Go forth. Thank you for joining me today. God bless. Allow me to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much, much more. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.